Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode. But the question that I have for you today is, did you ever expect this many hurdles in your Christian journey? Well, today we're definitely going to talk about it. Hey sis, hey bro, it's your sister, Quana Real. When I say I'm so excited for this, I am truly excited for this. Watching God's hand be upon this entire project is nothing shy of a blessing. This podcast was created for believers to have open and honest conversations without judgment about what it means to be a believer, controversial topics, and living a life free through Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening, and I pray you have an amazing day. And thanks again for joining Quana Really Talks. So we back, we back, we back with it. First and foremost, before we even get started, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who listened to the Quantum Really Talks podcast. It did way better than what I even imagined, especially in rolling it out for the first episode. And not only did I get good feedback from it, I also saw various people, you know, listening, not just from the U.S., but also in Germany. So for my Germany people out there listening, thank you so much for streaming, and I appreciate all the support. Now that we are past the thank yous, let's go ahead and dive deep. So last week was a very tough week for me. And not only was it tough mentally, but it was tough spiritually, emotionally. Like, I really recognized so much about myself that I had really never recognized before. And that led me to that question that I had asked early on in the beginning of this podcast. We really do not expect certain things from this Christian journey or better yet. When we get on the Christian journey, you know, we hear so many good things like, oh, yeah, God is going to do this. He's going to bless you tenfold and it's just going to be a wonderful experience. And do not get me wrong. The Christian walk is a rewarding, rewarding walk. It is something that I look forward to each and every day. But I feel that one thing that is not talked about enough is the process, you know, We expect so much, you know, okay, say, for instance, you have a one way street in your mind. You think, okay, well, the street is going to be straight. It's going to be easy to get there to my final destination. You know, maybe I have to stop on the side of the road and take a little break here and there. But, oh, it's going to be pretty simple. It's pretty chill. But nobody talks about when your expectations are not reality. You know what I'm saying? So we expected to have a straight street to go on but in all actuality the street is not straight it is twist and turns and back ways and alley oops to get to your final destination and for me last week was a week where I had to really sit down and reflect y'all when I say reflect I had to reflect okay (laughs) and not only did I have to reflect but It really took a lot in me to do what the Bible says when it talks about lean on God for understanding and not leaning on ourselves. And 
last week I also made a post about just a moment I had. And it wasn't just that I had a moment that one day. I legit had a moment every single day of last week where I had to say, God, are you really sure? I know you told me this is what I need to do. This is the journey. This is the process. But why haven't I ever really come to bats and come to terms with this is the process? You know, God gives us the blueprint and I can I can truly attest to that. God gives you the blueprint in your walk, in your journey, in whatever you're needing. And so many times we expect for God to hand it to us, but we don't want to put in the work. We still have to work in order to get out what we need. God is going to do his part, but as God does his part, he needs you to do your part. And so we have to remember that, okay, God, you've given me this blueprint. Okay, cool. I kind of, I kind of know where I'm going, what's, what's going to be up and what's happening. But we tend to forget that God has given us everything we need on the inside. Not only does God give us what we need on the inside, but he will strategically place us at the right place at the right time to get outside resources, you know, and you have to just be aware that, okay, if I want to really work on this, okay, these are the resources that I need in order to get better at this. Or I know I'm good at this, but I want to push to uh, raise the bar from what I've already been doing because God has given it to me. And he'll supply you with that. But you just have to be aware of everything around you and the place that you are in. But don't expect it to just be given. You know, this is the part where God is pruning you. He's really pulling out the weeds in you and he's leaving what he wants on the inside to make beautiful flowers to show that you are a masterpiece. What he has given you is all from him so that he can get the glory. So that he can get the glory. Not that you can get the glory, but so that he can get the glory. And from this past week, I was reapproached with a a passage of the word that I had for me last year for my 23rd birthday was a passage that I felt would be my my theme to say for that year. And it was crazy how that theme that I expected to be that theme for my year came right back around and what I needed for 24. And it was Psalms 23, a scripture, a, a text, a passage that we also know about, and I, I feel that a lot of us believers tend to skip over it. But last week, it literally legit was a passage that had to ground me. And it told me, God is my shepherd. I lack nothing. I lack nothing. Everything that I need, I have. I do not have to want for anything. I have what I need. And not only is he my shepherd, but he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. And in that moment, when I read those two verses, it's kind of crazy. But God knows sometimes we need rest. He knows sometimes we need rest. He knows sometimes we have to go and sit in solitude by ourselves because of everything that's going on. And when we sit down, when we get um, that rest and when we are by, God will refresh us. 
He will make us new. He will give us something new that we need, y'all. I'm telling you, this passage spoke to me this week. And not only that, but as we go along, it says, he guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. God is not going to steer me in the wrong direction, but he's going to steer me in the right direction. And even though this is the part that got me, and it says, even though I walk through the, the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. And I had to tell myself there, and this is for all of us believers, there are going to be times when you're going to walk through the valley of, 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 of darkness, like the shadow of death is upon you, but you have to know, remember, I have to get, I have to walk through. God did not say you're never going to walk through the darkest valleys. He never told us that. But he's telling us in his word, even though I walk through the darkest valleys, there are going to be times, y'all, when you're going to have to walk through the dark valleys. But yet, even though you're walking through them, you will not have to fear evil because God is with you. It was in that moment that God spoke to me. Saquana, right now, you may be walking through a dark valley, but have no fear. Have no fear of this process because I need you to walk through it because after you walk through it in the end, it is in the end that you will see that walking through this dark valley was nothing. And you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be worried about this over here. You don't have to be worried about that over there. You don't have to be worried about what's going to happen in tomorrow because there are still worries in today. If I can get an amen, somebody better say amen. <laughs> and then the verse goes on because it says you are your rod and your staff they comfort me they comfort me and not only do they comfort me but they also you know god gives you that little that little smack on the hand when you're doing wrong you know he he, he corrects you too he comforts us but he corrects us and then it goes on to say you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies Y'all, I didn't even have to read about the enemies part because what got me, what made me jump for joy, it says that God has already prepared a table before me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you already prepared that table, Lord. Okay, so that means I just need to come to the table and sit down and prepare to eat. You know? Yes, he prepares the tables before you in the presence of your enemies. And he also anoints our heads with oil. He anoints us. You know, he, he dips us in, he, trust me, he's anointing, he's anointing. And even with that, our cup overflows. In the end, when we, when we get close to the end of the process, and your journey never ends, but you may have the process of that one specific area in your life. But when you get close to the end, or when you get to the end, you're going to realize, God, my cup is overflowing, and it's overflowing so much that not only will I be able to give somebody else something out of my cup, but I will always have enough to sustain me because my cup overflows that much. If somebody ain't in here with me while I'm preaching, but baby, it sounds like a good sermon to me, but I won't try to know your cup is going to overflow after the point you get through the process but you got to get through the process you got to be willing to walk through 
Because surely God's goodness and his love is going to follow us all the days of our lives and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But y'all, this passage really had to speak to me because it really showed me that we are going to have a process. And the process is not going to be easy, but it also shows and God promises us within these texts that I'm going to give you what you need. I'm going to give you rest. I'm going to give you refreshment. I'm going to give you comfort. I'm going to go ahead and prepare the end result for you. I am going to anoint you. I am going to overflow your cup, but you have to be willing to trust me. You have to be willing to walk and you have to be willing to know that I am God and not you and lean on me and not yourself. Y'all, this did it for me. Psalms 23 did it for me. Be willing to walk through the process. Be willing to walk through the darkest valleys in whichever area of life you are in. But know that God is not going to leave you, nor is he going to forsake you because it tells us in his word. And his word is true. And that gave me the motivation after I really sat down and reflected. And I said, God, I, I had to apologize, y'all, to the Lord. I am so sorry for questioning you. I am so sorry for not recognizing what's on the inside of me that you have given me. Lord God, I am sorry. But now that I, I sit down and I'm aware, we have to be aware of the journey. We have to be aware of the process. And we have to be aware of our emotions and our feelings because we're so quick to be aware of everybody else's feelings and what they think. But have y'all ever thought about this? We ain't never aware of what God feels and what God thinks. We could just do something. Oh, 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 he got, he'll, he'll get back to us. He'll, he'll be on good terms with it. But what if we start becoming more aware of our reality of how we are treating God and the things that he has given us? What if we became more aware of our actions towards God? our emotions towards God, instead of being so quick to get mad, instead of being so quick to doubt, instead of being so quick to say, I, I, God, you ain't do it because you know you just said what the, instead of being so quick to do that, how about we sit back and become aware of what he has done thus far? But also this brings me to know and to say that we have to get back in our word. Hide your word in your heart. Hide it. Keep it close to you because when you least expect it, and it was for me when I least expected to be going back to a passage that I had set for myself for when I was 23 came right back around when I was 24. Y'all, the expectations are not our realities. It's okay to have expectations, but also be real and realistic about what's happening in the now. And I encourage you to walk through, walk through, go through it. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult, but God is pruning you. And when I had to make that post on my Instagram at Real, by the way, <laughs> when I made the post on my Instagram and my Facebook saying, it's my season. I wasn't necessarily talking about, oh, it's my season for blessing, my season for overflow. No, y'all, I am in the season of pruning, okay? I am in the season where God is picking the weeds out of me, where God is only keeping on the inside of me what I need and taking out what I don't. That is my season. This is my season, and it is hard. 
But although it is hard every day, I'm realizing and I'm recognizing God has something better for me in the end, but I have to stick to this pruning season. Every season is not a a, a happy and loving season. Every season is not full of overflow and abundance. And we have to remember that. But you might be in a pruning season, y'all. And right now I am in that pruning season. But I want to make it realistic for us. That your process is your process. But your process is amazing. And when you finally decide to stop leaning on your own understanding and start leaning on God and trusting him in all of all of his ways and acknowledging him like it makes the pruning season so much easier it makes the pruning season so loving it makes the pruning season where child you get in touch with yourself but you also get in touch with the reality of who god is and don't just recognize who god is but really sit at his feet Sit at his feet. This is the time to let God be the teacher and you be the student, y'all. Sit at his feet. Dwell with him. It doesn't matter if it's five minutes, ten minutes, an hour. Child, I was praying all last week more than I had probably ever prayed in my entire life. And it wasn't that I was praying for God make my situation better. God, why is this happening? But I was literally legit praying just God, keep showing me who you are. Keep showing me why I serve you. Keep showing me why you are my God, why you are the God, why you are Lord of Lords, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Lord God, please keep showing me that. And not only that, you all, but we have to start asking God in prayer. Lord God, show me how I cannot cheat this process. Show me how I can be better. Show me how I can work diligently for you. Show me how I can better serve you through this process so that you can get the glory and that other believers around me, people who don't believe, people who believe differently, let them see you and let them see that Yes, the believer's walk is not as glorious as we make it sound, but it is the thing that is worth it in the end. We have to stop showing people all of the positive things. What about some of the negatives? What about the struggles that we go through? And it's not that you have to blast your life out there 24-7, but let's be real with our group of friends. Let's be real with God. Let's be real with ourselves at that. (laughs) Like, God, no, I'm not at 100% right now. But you know what? It's okay that I'm not at 100% because right now I'm sitting at your feet waiting for that 100% to get there. Because I know when I get there, you're going to catapult me in a different way, in a different movement. But right now you are working me and that is a-okay. What is your expectations versus what is truly your reality? And I pray that this encourages somebody to know that it is all right to go through a pruning season. And that pruning season could be months, it could be weeks, it could be years, but I encourage you to hold on. To remember Psalm 23 when God says that he's going to walk through it with us, when he is there with us. He's already prepared something great for us. And in the end, we get to sit and dwell with him. Our cup overflows. He gives us everything you need. I encourage you to hold on in this season. I encourage you to hold on. I encourage you 
to hold on. I hope this truly gave you the encouragement that you need. And even if you are not in this season, knowing that maybe you can give this to somebody else who might be needing this. And just you can save this in your back pocket for whenever you are going through that pruning season. I love you all. I love you all. And thank you so much for listening.